Welcome back to the resupply with me, Guy Next Door. Me, DK. And me, Fan. Uh, bringing you your weekly double tap of all things Space Marines and Laser Force. Boy, you guys missed an uh, amazing conversation that we just had now off mic. <laughs> 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 I uh but did they have weed in them? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> um hi everyone. Hope everyone's having a great evening or morning or whatever time of day it is with you guys. Uh welcome back to New Zealand. It's been one day since our last civil defense warning. Those things are terrifying, dude. Uh it, it's like the purge is kicking off. Every single time one of them <laughs> kicks off um you guys you, you call them amber alerts over there right oh uh no amber alerts are for child abductions oh <laughs> yeah, yeah those, those are those are very very different things see, it's either a, oh, no. <laughs> either an earthquake happened or some kid got the got abducted <laughs> thank you <laughs> your country is under siege by kidnapped children <laughs> Oh, a big wave oh. came in and took all the children away. Um, and that's how okay. we started the show by yeah, mocking the victims of, of child trafficking. So so far we've covered uh, we've covered drugs and child abduction this morning. We're on a roll. Um, thanks, Great Morgan, today. for that uh, for resub resubscribing subscribing. Fuck them all over the place. Thank you for too much weed resubscribing <laughs> um four month streak what a legend thank you very much um <laughs> russ 90 percent of amber alerts are custody he's disputes. not wrong he's yeah, not he wrong is, it's so sad he's 100 not wrong that seems like a misuse of um of resources uh what in the united states <laughs> misused resources no <laughs> yeah uh so i mean we've been i've been getting those i am sorry i always thought that amber alert was just the alert i just thought they also used them for child abductions um ah <laughs> oh, marge has hit that subscribe button thank you very much he's subscribed with prime for five months legend thank you sir appreciate it uh it's kind of like their national motto um yeah, so it's been a week. It's been a week here. We've we've had a country, a small country, full of earthquakes and tsunamis and uh, and mild lockdowns, um, and no NBA top shot packs for Steve. It's just it's been a hell of a week. Uh, our boy Russ got one. Is this the top shot stream? Yes. <laughs> yes, it, it very is. soon will be if it isn't now. Um, there's a drop happening. He's going to kick us off the, the, the show at some point. Yeah. Like, These guys don't even top shot. <laughs> I'm going to bring me and Russ. Me and you, Russell, that's our show. We're going to talk. We're going to do uh, NBA Top Shop show. Um, when either one of us manages to snag a pack, it, there's a drop in, in, uh, in just under an hour. Um, and so if you see me glaze over, that's why. <laughs> um but how are you guys doing? How's how's your week been? Any any earthquakes or tsunamis or child abductions happening in your life? I mean, th- I mean, there there were definitely a few amber alerts that hurt that hit my phone over the last few few days because you know Texas. Oh. Um, wait, wait, on wait, the... wait, wait, wait! Hang on, hold that hang thought. I, I don't mean hold to interrupt, but this one's worth it. Uh, Ninja Jack subscribed at tier number three, which is the top tier. And has been subscribed for nine months. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir. Also, congratulations! Um, you have a resupply baby now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which one of us would you want it to look like? 
that that's <laughs> that should be a poll. Um, if if you want to help out our boy, he is um he is raising funds for the Mental Health Foundation of New Zealand. I believe he has smashed his two and a half grand goal and is on the way to three. So uh, if you want to help out our boy get to three grand, that would be amazing. Go to that link in the chat, um, and we'll help him there. Then Texas Amber Alerts. Yeah. Do you guys get them on the regular? Yeah. Um, so like, like, <laughs> no, California. <laughs> yes, Texas. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, R- Russ wasn't wrong when he said in chat like 90% of them are, are custody disputes. Um, yeah. Uh, Dead Eyes, No Heart, Ted Cruz. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> That's the new state let's, motto. Uh, let's, let's not, because, oh, my God. Stallion said, I, um, does the resupplies baby need to be named Amber? I think maybe. Wait, no, that'll that'll end poorly. I think. <laughs> Maddie with the sub for nine months as well. Thank you very much, my friend. You also get a baby. You guys, <laughs> you get a baby, and you get a baby. Um, we appreciate the support, guys. It's really yeah, awesome of you all. We do. Um, now let's see if I can, you know, continue my tr- train of thought after all the combo breaking. No way. Probably not. No way. Um, so on the on the bright side, you know, it hasn't fucking snowed here um, <laughs> because because so literally it got done snowing. It got done, you know, giant middle fingers of 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 weather, and literally like twenty four hours after it was done snowing, it was like seventy degrees. <laughs> summertime yeah because because north texas weather is fucking stupid and it just is so yeah um so that's been you know that's that's been a thing um as far as you know the the rest of you know my 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 current existence um you know we'll do we'll do fans mental health updates since you know i'm already talking and why not um you know the 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 appointments continue um the digging into things continues the timeline on on my divorce becoming final continues the timeline on you know, Julie this distraction is brought to Australia. you by Middle Fingers um, for Giants is, Co. It's it's ex- more <laughs> more accelerated at this point. Um, so you know that's that's just one of those things. So there's so there's a lot of stuff kind of going on. There's a lot of a lot of chaos in my life right now between work and you know, personal and everything else but um it's not um it's not like deep dark demented chaos if that makes sense good um you know it's um it's it's manageable um and it's made more manageable you know by you know knowing that i've got you know extra people to lean on you know besides just you know venting my shit out to my therapist every couple of weeks so not that's not also important that's right oh that that is that that is that definitely catalyzed a lot of things for sure um how um because you've obviously been doing a bit of streaming on your own twitch channel have you found that's been helping 
Um, it's definitely been letting it. It's definitely been, been letting certain things just kind of process in in um, the background. Mm. Um, you know that 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 whole concept of a focused state of relaxation, where you're just um, you're active you're actively focused on something else and, and in my case it's a diablo 3 hardcore character that i'm trying to get through the campaign so it can actually do fun things instead of playing the campaign because god damn does the fucking campaign in diablo 3 suck the fattest of dicks no that would be okay it sucks the smelliest of dicks god damn it Yes, just for... Anything but adventure mode is boring as fuck in Diablo 3. Well, yes, but because the one hardcore character that I had played in Diablo 3 was literally um, a decade ago-ish, because it was relatively soon after the game came out, I've never cleared the campaign in hardcore. I see. And so I have to clear the campaign in hardcore in order to actually play in adventure mode and actually you know play the game that i want to play which is just fucking irritating Um, i can't do that shit man first time i hit a lag lock and get killed after grinding paragon for like three weeks after that i would just throw my computer out the window throw that chair buddy (laughs) throw that chair yeah no it's 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 100 a um a um, different experience that definitely is my character and gears definitely build um, built a fuck lot different than my normal mm. seasonal characters, where it's just like spin to win, don't care. Oh, I died, that sucks. Whatever, have five billion gold, don't care. And then right now I'm like, oh, I'm playing on hard, which for those of you not familiar with Diablo three is literally like the second difficulty level as opposed yeah, hard to like, easy. <laughs> yeah, hard. It 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 goes normal, which is ridiculous, which is just like what the fuck stupid hard to master to expert and then you start torment one through 16 so there's actually 20 difficulty levels and right now i'm playing on difficulty level two and normally i play on difficulty 10 torments back in the day (laughs) this is more or less what i went through with uh with doom eternal uh because the second i was playing on the second easiest difficulty and that shit was really fucking hard for me real hard but you know i i've never played doom before so you know i had an excuse (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's it's 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 the so circling circling it, it it all back. Yes, I do find that the streaming is 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 helping. Um, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of amusing. Amusing is not quite the right word, but whatever. You know, you guys will do deep deal. Um, it, to you know, be sitting on stream and be you know talking to people while trying not not to die at the same time. Mm um Difficult. And, and and so randomly weird that you know at you know, there's anywhere from usually like four to eight people in watching me and listening to me it's just like don't you have people to have better things to do with your time and the answer apparently is no and i'm okay with that it's like, well have you met quarantine <laughs> yeah <laughs> you uh true. use the term watch very loosely there my friend because uh, yeah. whilst i do tune in i often have you in the background um you know to to chime in periodically uh as most of you should as most of you should um dk what's been going on in your in your neck of the woods 
I totally haven't been looking at flights to go to Utah for this upcoming <laughs> event. Definitely have not been doing that. No, sir. Uh, so on a scale of not going to unlikely to go, um, how close are you to buying a ticket? Uh, we're at at least like a 7 out of 10. <laughs> we're at 9 well, p.m., folks. <laughs> we're heading towards midnight. Well, and it's and and it's and it's made worse in quotes by it's like he knows he's got certain things that he can use that would make the trip cheaper. It's like, ooh. I'm like, oh, yeah, wait, I canceled a flight to Utah last spring because this whole pandemic thing happened, and so I have a credit sitting there for Southwest Airlines. So, did you get the you shot know. yet? No, I'm still looking for an appointment. They keep coming <laughs> up with new ones every day in California. Um, but trying to get an appointment right now is like pulling teeth. So I have not been able to set one up. My hope would be to at least get the first one uh, if I was going to go, because I might be able to get an appointment as soon as next week. Mm. I'm eligible right now. I just don't have an appointment because I haven't been able to get one. Right. Okay. Well, give me your appointment, Russ. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Has he got, he got his, yeah. Yeah. He said he got his. So day two yeah. shit so now he's gonna be even more insufferable lecturing the rest of us <laughs> pretty much Gladev, with the uh with the tier one subs subscribe for six months thank you my friend I couldn't do it russ they cracked down um, i used the secret links and they kicked me out it didn't work for me <laughs> so i mean yeah. would you and then there's and then there's me who has has had no shots because i'm in texas and i don't qualify for anything and it's just like well but I thought, like, the elderly were most at risk. So yeah. shouldn't they put you at the top of the list? <laughs> 100%. I, I, I really got you sure. right away. Yeah, yeah, I was watching your face for the reaction. <laughs> um, so, you know, we'll, yeah, yeah. The, the, right now, honestly, the biggest barrier is that I have a big avalanche of work that is coming into my inbox, essentially, the day that we would want to start playing. Because I wouldn't be able to go until Monday morning, at the earliest, so I mm. probably missed the first night at the very least. It's not like mm. I can't grade stuff there, but eh, I don't know. So I'll keep thinking about it. But yeah, the FOMO is starting to kick in. Well, well but, but 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 the other thing too is like it's not a tournament. Yeah, right. It's, I know. It's a I know. it's a whole bunch of members' nights. So you know, it's if you if you miss Sunday, it's not the end of the world. Just throwing that out there. I suppose it's the cost versus how much laser force you get, right? Um, oh, but, no, I'm worried about that. Right. <laughs> Put me I'm, on the plane, so about, <laughs> That's not the issue. I'm worried about this little thing called COVID. I don't know if you heard of it. We don't have that. Oh, no, that's not. I can't even say that even anymore. We do have that here. Ooh, ooh look at us. Ooh, we have 10 cases. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there was a, the whole thing about, like, the people that that got it, they went and got tested and then like went to the gym or something. Um, and also, someone like some people went to work after getting tested or, or something like that. And um, it, it's it's a weird thing because the whole the instant reaction from the entire country was like "fuck those guys." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but but some people don't Throw have them a choice. At the tsunami. <laughs> let's build a wall we're gonna use them and they're gonna pay for it <laughs> use them as a human shield <laughs> but the the whole thing uh <laughs> did they roll off a treadmill and spread it through sweat <laughs> yes they did um they it out. bro clearly i have not been on a treadmill since 
and that was five years ago. <laughs> um, the KFC was a botany. Yeah, yeah. So they they went to work at KFC, but like, I mean, botany's not like certain areas of botany aren't that affluent, and like people often travel for work. So, you know, uh, there there is a potential situation that it's low lower socioeconomic, like needing the work, or whatever. I don't know. I mean, by default, everyone was just like, "Fuck that guy," and then you know, it is what it is. Cheers. Um, Cheers. Right. Shall we talk about something to do with laser force other other than like DK's mad FOMO? <laughs> um, yeah, actually, <laughs> we yeah. totally should because we actually had we, we actually had some breaking laser force news today. Did we? Was oh, we did. Real super cool. Real. Well, I say we super take cool. off and nuke the entire um, site. So for for the that there are many of you in in chat and that that no thunder from st george our very own brandon nicest one of the nicest people in the laser force community you will ever meet fantastic human being will wreck your shit in no time flat inside the arena and just totally be ambling around while he's doing it and it's so fucking weird it's so weird lol he's a fake he's a fake yeah he's He's ridiculous. <laughs> jealous, bro. Jealous. <laughs> totally jealous. Well, this... off the top rope. <laughs> yeah. So, so in in breaking news today, um, and I'm sure that some people have known this for a little while, but but it just got it made got made Facebook today. <laughs> um, Brandon and a couple of the business partner partners have bought a family entertainment center in a city in utah um what was the city dk cedar city cedar, cedar city which is literally like 60 miles or 100 kilometers north of saint george and um so yeah so he is the latest of our you know player base to become a site owner now we can only assume that laser force equipment will be going into this fec but I would be very, very, very disappointed in him if <laughs> it's not. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. If it's if it's, if it's not, oh, geez. if it's not Gen Eight go, go, going in. Um, I well, even like why even, it wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, even Gen Seven would be fine. But like, yeah, Gen Eight. If you're if you're opening a new arena or a new FEC with new everything, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go with Gen Eight? It's it's shiny. It's like high tech. It's the best one. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, so, so that is that is literally the 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 breaking laser force news for today. And and so and so hopefully, um, when I'm there, um, you know, next week. I'm so fucking excited <laughs> about this. Oh my god! It's like, eight, it. like eight eight fucking days until I until i travel and i am so goddamn excited and no russ i don't want to hear you um bitching about me traveling i just no, he doesn't care anymore I, he's got his vaccine he's like fuck the rest of y'all i'm not gonna die that's, that's fair that's fair um yeah i am i'm hoping that that we're gonna be able to make a trip up to um to see the see his new facility they're in the process of, of you know you know painting and doing some remodeling and all and and all that stuff um so yeah hopefully it's a thing that 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 we get to do 
Um, yeah, and Russ, you can lick anything you want. I've heard that about you <laughs> for sure. Did you I'll see um, something right now? <laughs> did you guys see what that site used to be called? No, it was like Fiddler's Entertainment Center or something, and it immediately made me think of those who shall not be named who uh who up in the uh the east coast or used to be up mm. in the east coast um, <laughs> yeah i was gonna say do you want to put in some other breaking news force news for that story <laughs> i watched that again we'll, I'll, I, won't, I won't talk too much about it. i watched i watched the that recent video and like you guys man with your sensationalism like dude is a bad dude but like, like you invert like the colors in the camera and put a red background on, and oh. Bobby Newport, Bobby <laughs> exactly right. Uh, but congrats, Eve. Um, I look forward to coming and playing in your center. Uh, that would be friggin' amazing. Um, oh, yeah, language. It's a thunder site. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, that's a good point, actually. Like illegal language penalties will be coming thick and fast. Um, oh. Oh, blimey. St. <laughs> George already has definitely the most restrictive illegal language um, addendum of any site. So, <laughs> dang it. It's fine. Um, yeah, I massive congratulations. And, and, uh, hopefully COVID doesn't, you know, um, doesn't make things too difficult for you, um, with the opening. Uh, although, Utah don't have COVID, right? <laughs> um, you saw the Netflix doc? Don't know, I don't get that. 1G was in your band for life? Damn right, Snuff. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. If if you do go, Than, um, could you do a uh, uh, either a live stream or a, um, a video walkthrough of the place? It would be amazing if you could do it. Um, so, somehow I think I can, you know, manage to do that. I, I feel like I'm, I, I feel like I'm at least marginally competent to be <laughs> able to, um, you know, hold a camera, live, hold, hold a camera and live stream a broadcast from a laser tag facility. <laughs> Maybe I the... might, I might be able to accomplish that. Perfect. 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 Um, well, oh, we actually had some breaking news. That's great. It's very, it's very the, great. You heard it here. For the first time in like fucking ever. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened. Um, right. We should get him on here. Again. Yeah, we should get him on here again and have a yarn to him about the opening. You know, once they open. Yeah. Um, Busy man. Yeah. I don't know if you heard this, but he's kind of a big deal. He's kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Eves, do you want to bound the podcast? Oh, geez, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. Um, right. Let's segue. Um, what were we going to talk about today? Aside from... Very professional, Steve. Oh, love it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so today, since we have a, not tournament, but, you know, some social games coming up in which there will be likely to be some team divisions and stuff happening, and some sites, looking at you, Brisbane, still get to have leagues on a regular basis, (laughs) thought maybe we'd talk about... When you're setting up a league, how do you decide what your structure is going to be? How do you divvy up teams? How do you structure the league? All that kind of stuff that you would deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, have you guys... Put our options on the table. Okay, yeah, let's, let's start there. I was going to say, have you guys, like, 
organized local leagues in the past you could yeah. say that you could yeah <laughs> basically in in um sacramento um originally i basically did it for a number of years basically using dk for slave labor a lot of the time um and then and then after after That's i left my future job <laughs> yeah being whipped by then, then. <laughs> exclamation and then, only and then after i left um dk basically took it over as far as um all the all the team team breaks and stuff like that for for members nights and whatnot so um and then you know while while i was in auckland i did it the entire time i was there too much to the irritation of Wait, a, league a fair amount or... of people no just just the just the, the just the members night teams I yeah was doing, yeah I was doing it a fair bit so so right yeah. okay much to the much to the much to the chagrin of you know certain people but you know, one or two whatever the one or two players that were unhappy about it they'd be thrilled with how the randomizer breaks things now my goodness um <laughs> but the yeah. occasional lopsided game occasional well i mean so in in, in the diehard uh anti-randomizer view uh the randomizer is the worst thing it always gets it wrong it's yeah dumb um i love the randomizer even though sometimes it does me dirty um but but that's not what we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about like uh you know tournament stuff did um in the last iteration of ltc i think we ran either four or five leagues and so we experimented with a few of these different structures that was basically what i was pulling on and then league stuff from way back in the day in sacramento and then my knowledge of what brisbane does to come up with a few different methods for how you can set up what do you want the league teams to be so method one we just have the salary cap so that's probably the easiest way to do it. And mm. I mean, salary is general. Relative. It can be whatever you want it to be. You can set the levels to whatever, however you want to divide them up. You can make the cap, whatever it is. But some idea is you have some cap of your team can't consist of more than this many points, or this many dollars, whatever you want to say. But within that, pick players that fall within this range of points and stuff like that. It's usually um, a case of uh you find the best one or two players and you give them the highest ranking and then the lowest tier players and then you scale everyone in between right generally speaking right yeah and i mean way back in the day in sacramento we just used to use six levels because well there were six levels in standard games so we kind of adopted that into space marines it was probably wasn't the best system there should be probably more than six levels mm. you know brisbane's gone anywhere from eight to 10 to 12 levels, depending on exactly what's called for in any given time. Mm. Um, some of the times we didn't necessarily do strict leveling in Sacramento, but I'll get more into that in a future kind of a method for splitting things. But I guess the pros of this method is primarily that it allows pretty significant freedom and agency for all the players and forming teams. You can kind of collaborate with everybody else, decide if you want to be on a team with people, as long as you meet the various requirements and you fall under a certain bound, then that allows you kind of maximum organizational freedom. It doesn't require a lot of planning from the top, so to speak. Mm. 
Yeah. So, but 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 the one thing that that you do run run into with with any type of salary cap system is the is how you're determining where people fall in in certain level breaks. Um, you know, you can because if you're if if you're doing it on a purely subjective basis, you know, you've got three or four top players all kind of saying where where they think people are. You know, sometimes that's not it's not entirely accurate. And but if you try to integrate stats, which you know we can do a hell of a lot easier now than we used to be able to, um, you know, you 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 still kind of run run into these things where it's like, well, average wise, these these two players look very similar on on paper, but you know that this player is a better team teammate than than the other, and so and so you start start having to mess with the 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 really subjective things the intangibles right yeah it, mm -hmm. and that's and 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 that starts getting interesting as far as that goes because you know the the intangibles are always always super subjective and and what what makes a point in chat that you know um you know stats are a, a little bit sub subjective as as well um because you know we we we've kind of decided as a community over time you know we started with a certain set of parameters for stats and that's that's evolved over mm. the last you know seven years seven years however fucking long we've been longer than seven, seven years. Jesus christ <laughs> A yeah, while. closer to ten at this point since we started yeah, because... calculating. The first time that we actually used MVP formulas, I know during a tournament, I believe, was the 2011 Nats in Syracuse. Yeah, right. When Angry Dan yeah. still had to enter everything by hand, and he was very grumpy by the end of the week. <laughs> that is that is a 100 percent accurate statement. <laughs> but again, the 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 only po the positive that came out of that was Renzer riding the parser. Renzer riding the parser. And suddenly everything became. A little easier to deal with. So, um, yeah. it, there's there's a couple of things that throw spanners into the works, and it does it regardless of how you try to level people. Is um, the first is if you if you're doing it by gut instinct, um, you run the risk of uh, upsetting <laughs> uh, upsetting some mid to lower tier players um, who may have a, a, a unrealistic um point of view of of how yeah of how good they actually are um healthy plebs <laughs> um and so it, it's a it's a hard thing you've got to balance okay do you do you make um the rankings publicly available for people um if and if you're doing you know a sort of system where um people are choosing their own teams you kind of don't really have a choice um so you know you could get but I think people forget that you want to be ranked lower. If you're ranked lower and you're actually a better player than your ranking, chances are your team's going to be stacked. You um, want to be underrated, not overrated. That's exactly right. Um, and the other thing is, uh, and we found this when we had our tournament last year, I want to say. <laughs> I can't even remember now. Um, <laughs> Who knows? Time is a flat circle. Wow, it's lost awesome. all its meaning. Oh, true story. 
Um, yeah, when when people so specifically Stallion, Stallion was super hard to rank because he hadn't played for twenty five years. <laughs> um, <laughs> Quite exaggeration, but not much. But you know, he you know back when he played, he was like a very competent player. Um, and so you add, you add it was fourteen years. <laughs> I was close, rounded up. Uh, that's that's you know way way up. That's uh Northlander. Who, who rounds to the nearest twenty five? <laughs> what kind of fucking rounding is that? Um, People educated in a bunny thorpe. That's who. that's exactly right. That's exactly okay. right. Although you know <laughs> Stallion base twenty five system. <laughs> Stallion lives closer to bunny thorpe than I do now. So you know, just saying. Um, yeah, so it was very hard to to rank him, and then obviously you know you get your um, players who for some reason play much better in a tournament format than um, you know than just general games. So it it does it does throw some <laughs> some spanners in the works. Um, yes, continue, continue, my friend. Yeah. I mean, cons to this system is that because of that, because some players are going to be underrated, because some players are going to have intangibles that contribute more than their level might suggest, it can create some lopsided or uneven teams. Um, And more to that, if you leave it to just sort of the players as a whole to decide what they want the teams to be, to form their teams independently, it potentially runs the risk of leaving some players outside of the pool Mm. who may not necessarily have a team that they're naturally going to aggregate to, or it potentially creates kind of a team or, or more than one team of leftovers. So people who otherwise didn't have a team who just kind of get thrown together at the last minute may not have chemistry, may not have as high a point value and probably um, likely aren't going to do as well in there's, the league. But there's not also always. the potential for that team to be way over the cap too. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was on a, a league team way back in the day and we actually did call ourselves the leftovers because it was people who otherwise <laughs> didn't have a team. And we, we did pretty decently. I think we got like third or fourth in the league. Nice. Hashtag humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was only out of probably like five or six teams, so it's really not that great. But Still we didn't get that last. <laughs> three from three. Third place, yo. Bronze medal. <laughs> um, we'll cool. take that. Mm. Okay. What's Anything else on the salary cap? I think that we'll, we'll probably... I mean, we, we, we may get brought up again, yeah. Let's go back. So method two is the snake draft. So that's where you have... You select whatever number of team captains you want, and whoever has the last pick in the first round of picking, they have the first pick in the second round. So it goes, you know, back and forth like a snake. Similar to if you watched our greatest of all time draft, uh, right. basically how they were. Um, Stanley did ask a, a question. Sorry to circle back so soon. Um, would setting a salary cap floor help in the the first instance? Um, it can, but again, it depends on who you have available. Yeah. Because if your your leftovers are made up of people who otherwise wouldn't make the salary floor, it's like, well, either it, that team doesn't get created and those people don't play, or they end up below it. So it can help, um, but it it's one of those things that because there's not an unlimited pool of players, and you don't want to shut people out, exactly. it can be difficult to manage. You want to the the goal should be to if if it's. I mean, even maybe to a Nats at a lesser extent, but the goal should be to get as many people playing as possible. Um, yeah. And I would say for all these methods, ideally you want to know who your pool of players for the league is ahead of time, mm. because that makes it much easier to scale. All right. Well, what levels are we working with versus we have some kind of objective standard? Cause I mean, back in the dark ages, 
in Sacramento, <laughs> all the levels just used to be based on whatever your average in Space Marines 5 was, which we all know is not a good measure of how broke, good a player is. Just, broke just based fuck. on their average. Yeah, so there were some broken teams that were formed that way, and oftentimes you didn't know you'd have available. And the other broken thing was if you'd never played a league before, you were automatically ranked as a one. And there were definitely some players wow. who came in who should not have been ones when they came in because they were <laughs> otherwise very experienced players that just had never played a league before. Right. We had that in um, uh, Brisbane when Leach was a rookie. I mean, dude had been playing Space Marines for over 10 years, but yep. he never played a Nationals, and he came in and he, and he dominated. Well... No, I gotta use dominated. He dominated. He was great. Um, yeah. I mean, you guys are pretty good at that tournament, so I would say dominated is a fine verb to use. That was such. It was fun. Uh, I mean, he picked he picked up rookie of the year, so you know that. that did we come was forth? A pretty good result. Yes. Yes. You did. Yeah, we did Stupid because we Americans. because we couldn't we couldn't quite get over the the American the the, the Americans the, the bait and scythe combo. Um, pretty much. But yeah. real, uh, really um, competitive games. Really competitive games. Hey, Sai, what's up? We were just um, over here giving you some love. <laughs> That's what we've been doing. Um, sorry. Uh, option two. DK, I, so, yeah, so, so this is the snake draft. So you pick out however many players you have. You decide in advance, essentially, how many teams you're going to have. So that way you can assign either the captains or if it's not the actual team captain, at least somebody who is responsible for drafting. Mm. Most often when we use this method for Sacramento leagues, we just took the de facto best players. They were the captains because they were going to be the top tier players. They're going to be selecting from the next rung down. Uh, I guess the pro to this method is that it's much more likely to produce balanced teams because you're just sort of selecting players in relative skill order obviously there may be disagreement between captains as to who is more skilled than another player you may pick up a player that you believe to be less skilled overall but who might be again a better teammate or a good kind of glue player or good in certain situations because you need them to fill out that role in your team um but it is much more based on sort of the the judgment of the captains and is more likely to produce a kind of even split across teams the con to this is it will certainly remove some agency from players in team selection. Um, it can create potentially a, an unbalanced team depending on skill gaps in certain parts of the draft. Like if maybe the top, if you have four teams and the top six players are very good, but there's a big drop off. Well, then two of the teams are probably going to end up as much stronger because they have the top second tier players mm. as well. So that can create unbalanced things, but that's, just something that generally happens um it may end up yeah. rewarding the, the best player if they're the captain who has a high draft pick and so they may end up with a another very good player it could eventually punish captains who aren't as consistent of talent evaluators um so it, it kind of assumes that the best players are also going to be the best at picking out talent and other players which isn't always the case mm. those two things don't have to go hand in hand and um removing the agency from players in some situations not everybody may like that somebody may end up on a team drafted by a team that they don't necessarily really want to play with um so removing that kind of agency does come with its own set of pitfalls mm. um it's interesting because yeah i mean intangibles is is a big thing there too like leadership um 
like like you said like like leadership doesn't necessarily go hand in hand with skill level like you can have some great players that have no leadership qualities and struggle to to give their team direction if they need to yeah exactly which which actually like in in my years of playing um it's proved to be quite a um quite quite a valuable thing like um you said it russ not me (laughs) so so like you know us having direction as a team from like the difference between our team in 2005 and 2006 when than was uh you know we then then decided that he'd like to play with us um <laughs> um you feel the that's, that's that's the story that we're going with okay yeah yeah okay yeah. it was your fault um <laughs> the the i mean the difference was massive like we i think we we on paper our team from 2005 was really talented but we had no yes. leadership um and then you take you know you remove a couple of pieces and add Than's like lengthy uh lengthy history of being able to lead people in the laser force okay. arena yeah <laughs> um was it was, yeah, it was i was so. i i wasn't quite sure where where you were about to go with that and i thought we we're gonna have to like mute the stream or something uh exclamation earthy <laughs> <Like the> history <laughs> exclamation only fans in chat um steve's a terrible leader can't even follow the rules you damn right Hey, rules. we can say that you can't say that rules are for suckers mate <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah there there are some interesting things there also like usually you don't have an even number of those high tier players and so you're right like oftentimes getting a front-loaded team can actually like make a big difference um but it's supposed to it's supposed to even out on the way around but it, it generally doesn't so um yeah when it does though when it does though it's it's really glorious Mm. it really really is Mm. um yeah right on did you have any cons for that method well sorry did you go through cons i can't remember he 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 went through multiple cons bro obviously you were not paying attention to the conversation i just wait for i wait for my (laughs) yes right here it's we're we're about 15 minutes away folks but but i only worry about when it's my time to talk and then i say a thing and then i tune off again (laughs) um if you end up with imbalanced teams in a snake draft, what about some role restrictions to try and even up the teams? So, yeah, I think that'll come into, into that. It. Yeah. Yeah, like that's going to be, I think, sort of part two of what we're going to talk about is also not just how you select teams, but how you select positions on a game-to-game around-to-round basis. And Which so I guess that is a potential direction you can put in. That kind of rolls into how you structure your tournament as well. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Also, um, Glader, fuck you. Um, <laughs> then is the opposite of an intangible he can lead a team but isn't very good what a son of a bitch <laughs> the problem started that conversation to be honest <laughs> the problem is that i can't really argue with that i am i am an average to slightly above average player at best when at your medic point. sticks his gun up for you to use as a reset you know you've got some problems a mate a at the time you say say average but that's like among the elite strata of laser force players like being average among that group is still pretty damn good yeah it's very good at playing laser force um (laughs) 
<laughs> Got some sour grapes in the chat. <laughs> to my MVP meter from 2018 Nets. <laughs> oh, did you beat Russ out? Totally did. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, that's really cool. Player, yeah, it was. It, it, it was. It, it was. Told, it was. It was weird. It was a. It was a player vote. That, that's enough for uh for a recount, isn't it? Doesn't that trigger a recount normally? <laughs> you would think. Yeah. Show of hands. The the nays have it. Instant runoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Glader saying, you know, the medic gave up 14 hits in the last game. Hey, that was Steve-O's fault. <laughs> Steve-O not being able to stop Hoodie was gonna, the reason I'm gonna I take that blame hits. in and deflect it to Hoodlum. That's that's where that blame's gone. I blame Hoodlum. You it's can't not my stop when no. that man has a purpose. He's like, what? Well, you need 14 medic hits? Cool. Hold my hip flask. I'll be right back. Actually, I'm going to take it with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, give me, get your filthy hands off my hip flask. He doesn't let other people hold the hip flask. What are you talking about? Um, right. What's next? <laughs> Aside from so, bashing then. Pretty similar to the, the snake draft. There's basically just a modified snake draft is the idea of a tiered draft or a tiered split. So rather than leaving it up to the judgment of the captains as to who they want to select in a given tier, you basically define the tiers ahead of time that, okay, you can select, but only from this group of players on this tier. Like round one, here's who we agree are the four players of there's four teams who should be on this tier, who are the next four players on the next tier, so on and so forth. And one other thing that you could also bring in, I think kind of that um, Stein had brought up, how can you correct for that if, say, the best player gets the first pick in the draft and they're obviously going to now have the best player on the next tier down as well. You could say, okay, well maybe the best player or the best two players, they get the last picks in the first round. So that way it's the, the, the captain's always going to be good, but the least good of the captains get the top draft picks that mm -hmm. way. And it's already set in advance as to who is going to be on different tiers. That again, you have to determine ahead of time who is supposed to be on what tier so again, it can be messy if some of the tiers are uneven and it oftentimes necessitates kind of swapping the draft order placement in between rounds. Like maybe you would say, okay, well, since there's a split down the middle on this tier, like obviously if these two players are less good than these other two players, the two better players should go to whatever the weakest teams thus far are on, on paper. So there's more judgment calls that are required in that kind of thing. But I guess that's true of all these systems. Mm. Yeah, I, um, I mean that that was basically the system that that we did in um, in in one of the Detroit random draws um, with you know Cup of Destiny for for positions, but we 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 broke you know broke people into the top top tier, mid tier, bottom tier. And top tier was basically you know six, six captains that was easy enough, and then you pulled you know three mid tier and two bottom tier people from the from on the cups and. I mean that that actually ended up being a, amazingly balanced, but I th think a lot of that was because one, we did it. We actually did a really good job of breaking the tiers um, in that tournament, and then you had the additional, um, you know, randomizer of Cup of Destiny, which I know we're going to get to. So I'll leave that for the moment. Mm -hmm. That was, um... and I will say that in general. Um, when it was left to me running member nights, this is more or less how I would organize teams. In that case, I would only have like two teams per game that I'd have to worry about, right? Mm. But you just take, okay, from the list of people who are going to play the next game, 
who are the best two players? Okay, split them up. Who are the next two best players? Who is the, you know, the better of those two? We'll put them with the weaker of the first two and then just kind of go back and forth and just kind of determine if you're only kind of comparing players who are of similar talent, sometimes it's easier to make those kind of edge case judgments versus where is this person on an absolute 10 point scale? It's just like, okay, this player is roughly as good as this player. This player is roughly as good as this player. They're probably in a similar tier. Though that is in general how I prefer to evaluate people, um, not just for laser tag, but for a lot of sports generally. Like, okay, these players are of relatively comparable talent, so they're probably on the same tier. Maybe this player is better in some situations, this player is better in others, but overall. So I think the, um, the drawback to this system is that you really need to know all of the players and, and how they kind of um, rank in amongst everyone else right so yeah um, this is why it kind of works for a local league if you have somebody or a group of players you can trust to do these evaluations for a nats tournament or something where you have people from all different sites it's pretty unlikely to work yeah and you know because there's things like um people's familiarity with the maze because you know home side advantage (laughs) um is a thing it's definitely a thing yeah and so and how people you know rank compared to that because that was the other thing that kind of threw a um uh threw a spanner in the works with stallion was was not only has he not played for 50 years but he also (laughs) 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 but he uh but he also you know um hasn't played in auckland and it's hard to kind of and he hadn't played with most of the the people that were playing so um you don't even need to know the players with LF stats now work for triple three except Stalin. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Man, it's not my strong suit. I'm I'm a math, accurate mathematical genius. Because I mean, I I definitely did use LF stats when I would be in doubt about whether or not players did belong in the same tier, and oftentimes I would then go to LF stats to try to either. I guess confirm or challenge my judgment in those kinds of cases, and in some cases I did have to sort of reevaluate. Actually, no, this player is higher than I thought they should have been, or lower than I thought they should have been. They're more comparable to this player versus that player. Um, and that's weird. But I don't know. All I, can, all I can really go off of is people's feedback and saying that they thought that I generally did an okay job um, splitting teams. So, yeah. that's, I suppose that's where like having a group of people like a committee um helps <laughs> helps when it comes to that sort of thing um because you can nope. kind of we're all tyrannical overlords <laughs> we don't get any voice to the players fucking secret no no no, no 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 benevolent dictatorship boom get it right it's a benevolent <laughs> dictatorship um at least at least that's how i always ran sacramento and and auckland this is not a dictatorship it's not a cheerocracy folks it's a cheertatorship uh i make the chair decisions um so yeah it 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 I think it comes back to um, the thing that Aleph Stats can't do or struggles with doing is um, if you, if it's a Nats, how do these players compare to these players in their home arena, right? Like that's the stuff you can't really measure. Um, exactly. stats. stats gives you a good a good indication, but how do you criticize Aleph Stats? <laughs> Last two posts from Maniac. Aleph Stats is trash, though. How dare you criticize Aleph Stats? <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug (laughs) those are definitely russ's two um opposing personalities coming out and like (laughs) moments notice (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, job splitting teams is actually high praise because otherwise you would be pill- pilloried. 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 Oh. It's a word. It yeah, yeah, a, yeah. It, she it, was married to Bill, right? Pillory Clinton. That was her? No? Um. All right. That's been our show for this week. I'll see you later. <laughs> hey, look. They can't always be can't always be winners. <laughs> That's the problem, Steve. They very seldom are. Oh, I don't know. I uh, I, I bet at like fifty percent. Oh, uh, hey, hey, Gray, what's up? Hey, just I'd say we take off and move the the fuck got from more of it. <laughs> Um, just in case you were wondering, we are uh, according to Heathen, we are now uh, three minutes until the new pyramid scheme drop. Uh, just in case anyone was was wondering, um, you feel like Steve was ripping off the Bring It On movie? Your feeling is right on point there, Shawnee. Right on point. Two minutes and 28 seconds. And how dare you? It's a Ponzi scheme, not a pyramid scheme. No wonder I don't get any cards. I'm like 30 seconds behind the rest of the world. This is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Stupid time dilated. Yeah. (laughs) We're supposed to be hit, everyone. (laughs) Fucking bullshit. Uh, Right. What what do we have? What's, What's next? So next, and you can certainly speak to this, Steve, if you're not mm. too distracted by your card openings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the three-person team yes. arrangement, where yep. maybe you don't have enough to split full teams across, but if you have, say, you know, um, 21 players, something like that, you could make seven three-person teams. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not distracted at all. This is time time clock hitting over there. Uh, yeah, so... The th- I I really like the system. Um, not for a not for a nets necessarily, but for regional tournament where you don't have um a lot of players to choose from. If you yeah, if you had like fifteen players or whatever, um, the benefits to doing it this way is you get to play with a bunch of different people, um, and that's that's one of the i wouldn't say complaints but like it's one thing that a lot of people maybe share the same kind of feeling about is when you go to nats uh and you see you get to catch up with all these people that you've had friendships with for you know 75 years or whatever um for sure (laughs) so you never get a chance to play with them um and so if you're in a if you're in a tournament where the teams are constantly changing um yeah getting paired up with people you don't normally get an opportunity to play with is pretty sweet um the drawback is some of the games you are going to get absolutely smashed because that just that just kind of how that works out um but it's a really fun social way of playing um yeah i i really liked it it was it was really really fun um yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely a method that that I'm 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 interested in you know having a you know, having a mini t- tournament or something on it just to, just to kind of get that get that experience because yeah I mean there there are there are people within the within the community um, that I don't think I've ever actually played on a team with ever right despite having known them for 10 15 50 years um and you know and that kind of sucks yeah um because there's definitely you know i mean you're friends with these people you would like to play some games with them but it just it just doesn't really um you know 
work out that well. So, yeah. Yeah. So the so this this, this kind of you know that this three person mesh where where you're basically forced to rotate through through everybody sounds it's it it sounds fair fair fairly intriguing. Mm. Um, and at its core, like Laser Force is about playing laser tag with your friends, sort of. Generally, <laughs> with your friends and your frenemies. <laughs> but yeah, it's so, it's so many frenemies. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> how many? How could somebody? Oh, I'm gonna get a pack. Fucker, yeah, that's great news. Yay for Steve. Um, we'll just roll right into that stream after this one. <laughs> I'm tempted. I am tempted. Although I am number fifty-four and a half thousand in the queue out of sixty-one thousand, so it's gonna take some time. Um, another 6.1 quake hit off the North Island coast. Whereabouts? Ooh, 14k. Fuck yeah, Gray. Whereabouts? Feel it yet, Steve? You feel a rumbling? No, I just thought I had to go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) One does not preclude the other. (laughs) Um, I heard the quake made my shit in my bed. Off the North Island coast. Right. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Lots of things are off the North Island coast. Yeah, like America. Um <laughs> Japan is off the North Island coast of New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, pick a direction. P- pretty much the rest of the world is off the North Island coast. You know what's off the North Island coast? The South Island. Um eventually, yeah. Quiet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, um, I really like this format. I reckon that if you get a chance to play this format, you absolutely should. Um, it, 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 it's kind of, we, we kind of, it was like a, we did it as like a salary tournament. So, you you know, you have X thousand to pick from, you know, to build your team with, um, you built your team and then you paired up with another team. It's fairly simple. The, uh, the, um, the actual, scheduling of the tournament gets a lot more tricky i'd have to speak to greg about the um you know the the stuff that we learned from running the last one um but yeah it is it's a pretty good way to to get to play laser force with your friends yeah from an from from an administrative standpoint the teams of three um and that scheduling is the it it is the most admin intensive yeah um now, you know, I'm sure that, you know, you can write simple software pr- programs to do that for you. Um, but in, but, but in the setting, Sky makes a point in chat that the schedule was hard because there was no, no, no downtime. Um, and that's, that's one of those things that from a scheduling standpoint at any sort of event or tournament always is, um, problematic is mm. how much downtime you're able to get but that's that that's a whole separate conversation i think um so yeah so from cer- certain other of these options that 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 we've gone through are much more administratively simple mm. this one is administratively more difficult and you can really ramp up the difficulty if you start throwing in the positional restrictions onto it, um, which just Boy. leads to <laughs> leads to you know potential challenges um, with with trying to you know keep everything straight, 
and not because you know not because people are stupid but because there's just a lot going on and if you you know you, you write one thing down wrong oops now suddenly you've got a you've got a challenge yeah and so. also yeah it, it doesn't help if the other guy who's supposed to be helping with the admin stuff fucks up um because you know then you get punished yay but you know uh we're gonna segue now off the uh the coast of the north island where are we gonna go next dk <laughs> oh no here it goes no, oh, <laughs> brilliant okay oh, i hope uh, you enjoyed that little show well people. if you didn't know california is off the north island so it is there you go yeah and you guys are partial to a, an earthquake or two or two mm. maybe three now again okay so Beyond that, there are probably more methods for splitting teams, but those are certainly the main ones that I can think of. So it's just a question of, do you want to leave it more free-for-all for the players to organize within certain strictures, or do you want to rely on captain's selections and things like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree, Stallion. Um, but moving on to position splitting. So once you have the teams in place, how do you want to run the positions during the league? So option one, easiest, is just do free-for-all selection. You can play whatever position you want. You organize whatever you think the best lineup for your team is mm. and go from there. Way back in the day in Sacramento when we were doing old leagues, this was always how we operated. So part of this is that this method may work best in salary cap leagues because you can then select people for specific roles. Okay, well, look, we spent a lot of our, our cap space, so to speak, on our three hits, and now maybe we look for who's the best available you know, ammo player or resupply player, somebody who can really solidify the back line of the team, but isn't necessarily too expensive points wise because they're judged to be not as highly ranked of a player, something like that. So you can select for specific roles in that way. Again, obviously this can get boring over time because you're playing the same thing week in and week out. It will really sometimes magnify the difference in skill between certain teams, especially those top level positions. It will play much more like a Nats will where like the cream's naturally going to rise to the top. The best teams are probably going to, to come out and are going to win sometimes very decisively. Mm. Yeah. This is, this is one of those things that the, the, the team selection and, and positional restriction within those teams is, um, I think you need to going into the league, you need to ha have an idea of what, you want the league to be the you know if are you are you going for a that, that we're we're just doing best of the best that, that we can do and everybody just try you know play play their highest level or is the object more of a a player development league where we're trying to get people exposed to positions that they may not otherwise have played much of mm. um and 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 tr and i think that grounding informs like every other decision that you make after you know what mm -hmm. what what is the intent is the intent to get people games they wouldn't otherwise normally get at positions they wouldn't otherwise normally have oh that's our intent okay, well then, we need to not 
have a zero restriction on on positions. There needs to be some metric to force people into different roles at different times. And and th that development can be pretty crucial too oh, because yeah. otherwise you sometimes start to develop the idea of this player is this particular role and that just kind of gets to be how they're typecast over time. This used to happen pretty constantly in leagues back in Sacramento a long time ago is that, well, this player, this is an ammo player. Like mm -hmm. they play ammo in every league and that's what teams are looking for. When they get this player, they're obviously going to want them to play ammo. Oh, this player over here, they're, they're commander or they're heavy. Like that's their role. That's what they're going to play. And you might lose developments in those other areas. Maybe this person actually is a really good heavy. They just never get to play it. So if you get typecast, you can develop this kind of rut in your mind. You can get tunnel vision and think that this person is only this one specific role and it closes you off from other possibilities you might not have considered. Whereas if you force people to rotate around, maybe you discover something that you haven't thought of before and you're like, actually, that player's really good at that thing or this particular combo of players works really well. Um, although, although you know, Russ's point about, you know, some of us are just trash at everything besides one thing. <laughs> I mean... That I'm, Russ, I'm 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 right there with you at this point. So you know, we're good. Um, I, I think it's important as well as when you make that distinction or you you um decide what you want out of that tournament. You need to stick to that, um, because um, and I I, I guess that's what the restrictions are there to do. Because I we we ran a league um years ago when virus still lived in the country. And we had we had like thirty six players, I think. It was like a bunch of people, and a lot of those players were very new. Um, and we didn't establish what we were wanting out of the tournament. Um, uh, well, maybe we did. I think I think we were clear that we wanted to um, we wanted to run it kind of like a nets. Like the expectation is that you win, um, but we ran it over several weeks, and we had people drop out because they were just playing scout or resupply roles every single week and didn't get the opportunity to, to experience the three hit um and so when the when that league ended so did the majority of the the people that were coming to laser force that and you know like we were all a bunch of angry douchebags um myself <laughs> included um but yeah if you don't if you don't stick to like if you want to set up a development league that's awesome if you don't were <laughs> um if you don't stick to it, then you will, you know, that, that competitive edge kicks in where we all want to play space Marines to the best of our ability, um, and win at all costs. And yeah, in a developmental league that, that just, that's going to lead to poor outcomes, I think. And we did lose players because of that, because they're just like, I've been typecast as being, a scout and an afterthought and i don't get to play other things and i'm not allowed to explore my potential so yeah those are pitfalls you need to be aware of mm. because not everybody's looking to can we just play at the absolute highest level all the time like that's what nats is for certainly but yeah. you don't necessarily need that week after week after week in league unless but you run a as i as i stress to people it, there's a reason that brisbane are considered the best because <laughs> they get tested and fire constantly yeah yeah, if you've got a, if I suppose it's about setting a culture, right? Like if you have enough people that will buy into the culture that you're setting, as is the case of Brisbane, their culture is we play hard out Space Marines every week. Deal with that shit. Um, that's just how things are, I suppose, um, which is not always a good way to kind of run things. Um, 
but the i guess the flip side of that is like a rotation type thing right yeah so that would be the next wedge in things excellent segue thank you. mr co-host thank you i guess these segues are probably better if we don't mention explosive their segues fuck you know it what? fuck everybody i like like all good podcasters do we like to give ourselves mad pets on the back yeah um, i see a big <laughs> text graphic pop up that just says segway <laughs> maybe i'll, I'll do transition. that i'll, I'll hotkey that yeah oh just like... so you'll do hydrate bot but segway text that's too much excuse me your majesty <laughs> no i'll show you what to it what to it about <laughs> oh okay okay all right <laughs> i'd like a dk android for me undies <laughs> Um, if Meundies wanted, <laughs> wants to come on as a sponsor, I would do the show in Meundies. Cheers. Right, so is important while wearing Meundies? Yeah, okay. On that right. note, rotational leagues. A few different ways that you can do this. Usually you do some kind of rotation between rounds. Like if you're going to play multiple rounds of a league, you either rotate through all five slash six positions if you play scout twice can someone time russ out or (laughs) (laughs) you're banned you banned i mean i could but i'm not going to so or you do the simplified (laughs) positional rotation which is three hit scout resupply split on that side um obviously i i got the idea I don't know if I can originally credit it to Night Owl for running a Nats way back in the day of doing a full rotation tournament. But the first revamped league that we ran at LTC um, back in, gosh, I want to say maybe 2014 at this point, that was the format that we agreed on was going to be, we were going to play three rounds and you're going to play a match against the other teams. So that was six games you had across rounds. You had to play every single position, but you could decide which games you wanted to play which position, but you had to play scout twice. You had to play ammo once, medic once, heavy once, commander once, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that obviously is a forced way of doing rotations among the different rounds. So that is one way that you can rotate positions. There are other ones, but maybe we can focus on that one first. Okay. Say all that again. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck you and fuck hydrate bot and oh. fuck the rest of you. <laughs> um, Than you want to chime in? <laughs> <laughs> i yeah i uh, no. <laughs> honestly i was like so distracted sorry i'm, um, just, gonna, I'm just gonna throw dk and uh, dk under the bus on that no no nope, I mean, i'm banning they... all of chat right now <laughs> you've abused us for the last time i hate you all i don't want your stuff i don't want your bits get the hell out of here get off my lawn yeah. but no i mean the 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 for, the forced rotations within within the you know week to week play as it were i mean i mean that is i mean again d- depending upon how how you do the force rotations wh- whether you're just doing it as a as a three hit scout reset rotation or if you're literally doing it through to all of you know through through you know, c- cycling through every position um i mean is it that is definitely a a, a format that one obviously helps you know bring newer players along as far as giving them the the experience of playing positions that maybe you maybe you wouldn't necessarily normally put a level one brand new player as a commander but hey you're gonna have to do it and they're gonna and they're gonna they're they're gonna probably get smashed the first couple times it happens but 
they're gonna at least get get a feel for 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 from the game um you know it's it's one of those one of those things sometimes you just kind of have to take the take the abuse um but the but the other thing you know in in context of when not nidal did it for for the the mats that 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 he did it for is at that level it genuinely shows you potentially who the best overall teams and players are absolutely um, shows you yeah. the worst as well <laughs> because we spent we spent a good week getting our asses kicked <laughs> in that rotational tournament it was it was horrible it was that actually was... it was awful like from a gameplay perspective i'm surprised that i continue to to play laser force because i mm. like i'd only been playing six months at that point and mm. my nats experience was uh getting smashed by australians all week um <laughs> and then watching them tear each other to shreds outside of the maze <laughs> <laughs> what a magical time it was oh it was <laughs> horrific dude but you know keep coming back sounds like a stand away for you it's <laughs> everyone's last experience oof um well not everyone's there are gradations of that um it, it was yeah it, it was rough like when you have uh when you have your best player <laughs> uh yeah having to like get, they basically they were great in one role and shit at everything else um and they're your best player like it's it was such a grind of a of a week um yep but that i think also kind of gets to just the age-old debate about who is the most complete player or which is the most complete team is it's the the what they used to call i guess uh the the fox and the hedgehog that was the problem i was looking at right the fox is a generalist does a lot of things decently but isn't a specialist in one thing the hedgehog does one thing but does it incredibly well right rolls into a ball and just defends oh i thought you were gonna say runs fast and like beats evil and has gold rings spill out everywhere evil jim carrey (laughs) (laughs) right so yeah like in that example right famously like the oakley squad very good at switching between positions and able to run a lot of different lineups versus, you know, Brisbane, like was just mentioning, <laughs> Rusty's not great until he plays a tournament as medic. I mean, yeah. He obviously, might actually Rusty, be keen Rusty to is do the it. best. He has proved it continuously over the years, specifically because he can smash everybody as a commander. Yeah. And that is where he's most valuable. Everybody knows that. Um, but Except there are me, debates apparently. about, <laughs> yeah, but there are debates, <laughs> though, about who is the most complete player right and that might be a different selection and again it depends on what me what you mean by best in that given spot obviously yeah if you're picking first on an all-time draft i think all three of us agreed we would still take rusty first even if you don't put him a commander man <laughs> Freaking well you know i like to totally fuck with the the um the 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 expected um what a waste meta as far as that goes what a waste what a waste man i had i, I had profit commander fuck you guys it, it, it would have been fine <laughs> well, a good choice it would have been um, fine the other thing with if you're going to say that you have multiple rounds and you have to divide up your positions across rounds 
you also can run into a situation in kind of later rounds, maybe not necessarily the first one, of thinking, well, how are we going to maximize our lineup because we already know what the other teams have done? Like, oh, Rusty's already played his commander game. Do we want to tinker our lineup for the next game to see if maybe we can pull off a win in this game or this match mm. so that way you know, we can maximize our advantage at some future point? So you're not just strategizing about what are our best lineups on the team, but what are our best lineups specifically against the opponent. So it gets into a lot of strategizing at different levels about how you're going to attack different scenarios. That Otherwise known as it gets a lot more admin heavy. Well, I mean, that brings in a, a whole... Tracking what the positions are, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole... But but not just that, but it, it it's a whole new different skill set of being able to strategize against different combinations. Like, if you can, if you could master that you would kill in a in a you know um rotation tournament we fucked up the rotation in 2003 and and trips got busted to minute for a round <laughs> that was fucking awful Oof. <laughs> well you um, know you're doing so well otherwise so I, clearly that was a, well, that's that was the thing it took like a terrible situation and made it so much worse <laughs> um yeah it was it was pretty rough but yeah if you can yeah. And I know that Brisbane have some amazing strategists too, because they, you know, fucking totem pole us in <laughs> in '06, um, and that came out of a out of have like having a sit down strategy session. How are we going to beat these guys? Because our normal style of gameplay isn't working. Um, which you know, and then, and then, and then, and then, the idiots just kept <laughs> running the fuck into it this nobody UC, cares though. what the resupply has to say oh not me uh, oh yeah no preach then preach <laughs> god sam and soul just would not stop feeding them fucking wings. i don't know what you mean These trips is going assholes. fuck anyway, um otherwise known as venom 1.0 <laughs> pretty much but worse um, yeah. Anyway. yeah, and it is very admin heavy, I agree. And the only reason that I think we kind of collectively agreed to do that for the first league back in Sacramento was that at that point, I had a little bit more free time on the admin side because at the time I was working a job where I didn't have to do a whole lot during the day. So nice. there were many hours at work that I would spend tracking positions and putting together theoretical lineups for my teams and things like that because there weren't a lot of other responsibilities. Not work. If you do, if you don't have somebody who's comfortable taking on that amount of admin work it can be a little heavy so right that's the drawback yeah i suppose as you make it more more variables mean more admin work i suppose i mean it boils sure. down to it um, and also more strategizing so no. it depends if that's the the kind of thing you like because i know there were some players who played that league who really didn't like that particular element of it of having to worry about okay well what is my lineup versus what's my lineup versus this team and that can create some pretty unbalanced games overall that it's like okay well this team played their best players as three hits in round one but then when it rolls around in round three this other team is going to have their best players as three hit so it might have been a smash one way versus the other so it depends if you're willing to accept that as part of the bargain or if what you're really looking for is balanced games overall segway <laughs> wait wait before you segue it was such a good one too um that we had so that's kind of why i like the three aside format um because we had we had a, a a hint a sousson of uh like having to strategize um depending on the the lineup you were about to play next um and whilst we didn't know what 
positions they were going to play, um, you, you know, you would still be able to um, strategize somewhat as to who the, who the, the lineup was. Because we, um, the other thing I forgot to mention is in that tournament, you you were either going to be, your three aside, your three in the team were either going to be um, uh, the attacking three threesome, <laughs> the attacking the attacking Blimey. three three Whoa. positions, or the the resupply, um, and so depending on which three were which, you could sort of strategize against the other lineup, which was which was kind of cool. Like that was a that was like baby's first strategizing, because um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as intense as looking at a full rotation and being like, right, okay they've always they've already played this this and this um you knew they were going to be one of specifically three roles um against your team gnd it was he has he played his non-three hits for the day yet <laughs> yeah that's kind of the same with you guys it was um has has king played his three hits um yeah oh hey Tucker, what's up london has always just thrown ourselves at it until it works um, but it very seldom works, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Soviet that's a, method I'm... of problem solving. <laughs> um, what do you got next? So, if you're looking more for a game-to-game balance, Segway. you can do, um, I guess what I would just call tier matching, where you red in between teams, where essentially you have one team selects their positions, and then the other team has to mirror that based on whatever the, the tiering system is. Mm. So if the person, the third best player on team one is selected as commander that game, then the third best player as agreed upon in the, the tiering list on the other team has to match them. They also have to play commander that game. Brutal. So this tries to specify balance within different games. And this is basically the method of selection that I would use when I was just doing um, random member nights and things like that is yep. What we're looking for is the best, most balanced games possible. So we're looking for to put players of, of comparable skill in the same position. So we'll go head to head and hopefully have pretty balanced, meaningful, fun games for everybody. But this, again, also depends on the idea that you have those tiers agreed upon in advance because otherwise it gets too messy and it's too debatable before the start of a game. So that has to be decided in advance. Mm. And basically oh. the way that we would run that in Sacramento is whoever's on the green side, they select the positions red team has to match. So but you'll pick one game, but then you'll have to match whatever the other team wants to run in the second game. And this and 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 the whole the whole tiering um, thing, I mean, that was that was very much a benevolent dictatorship um, mm-hmm. as far as the 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 um, the determinations went. Um, I know I know when when I was doing it, it was like, yeah, you can give me your opinions. I'm probably not going to listen to you. At <laughs> least not. At least not in the immediate, unless it becomes clear after a game or two that I've done something horribly, horribly wrong. Which occasionally, occasionally happens. You get sometimes you get a break or a a um or a tier wrong, and it and it sucks. And those games are fucking terrible, and you're like, oh, well, maybe I should have listened to somebody when they said something. But, you know, <laughs> that would involve me listening to people, which is not always one of my better skills. So, Did you see what Marge um, put? Said, uh, isn't that Than's mission statement for his whole life? <laughs> benevolent dictator? Yes. <laughs> you're yeah. say, yeah, you can tell me your opinion, but I, I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, yeah, because, because 
realistically with the with the with the team breaks um especially you know in the sacramento and auckland context let's face it i was right most of the time it was very seldom i would get it wrong so thing is that's a big if we start fucking it up then we'll do something different but if people are reasonably satisfied with how the team breaks are going then yeah i'm going to accept that than or myself as a reasonable judge of talent within our particular pool of players. Yeah, you get well, a good, and then, a good and, and then honestly, the 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 secondary th- thing to that is is the the you know people start complaining. You do the immediate turnaround. Do you want to do it? And generally, <laughs> generally the answer was uh, no. Then shut the fuck up and let me do my job. <laughs> Go away. Yeah, and people would you know wander off because it's like yeah you just ask for some input hey does this split between teams look okay to you as long as you get people some yeah opportunity to give some input on things make them feel like they're involved i i think that that's a reasonable kind of collaboration you don't have to have everybody deciding everything that's right every single game but you want to have at least some organization um reasonably satisfied as how morin feels about me, me in general Okay. You know, he'll they'll take that. That's high praise. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm good. So before I weigh on this, hey, Gray, if you're still in chat, because I can see messages popping up on my phone, uh, wait until I'm done with the podcast and then do your drop in the Discord, please, <laughs> so I can come watch. Um, <laughs> everyone cover your ears. This is a message for Gray only, okay? <laughs> After I'm done with these two boring fuckers and I can talk to my real friends. Steve has a problem. Yeah, I do. Steve has Steve has a multitude of problems that none of us have the time or training to help him with. So, I'm going to come home one day and Marge will be in my house staging an intervention. You <laughs> <laughs> just like throw fistfuls of cash at him. Look how much I made trading my ones and zeros today. Get the fuck out of I don't need to listen to you. I'm internet rich. Um, <laughs> you mean other than dump shopping? Exactly right. So, so the problem that I find with um, with you know you you break break teams or uh, you're you're having you know player one match player one player two match player two whatever is um, if you hey bro what's up if you have um, there are often times where once you get past maybe the top two players the discrepancy between the next four is quite it varies quite a bit um and so yeah matching you know if you have uh, you know if you have player three is playing commander and therefore player three on the other team's playing commander as well their two skill levels can be like that you know um it's the same drawback that i mentioned when we're talking about splitting tiers it's like okay well these might be the next four best players but that doesn't mean they're necessarily all on the same level. It's that's just right. They're closer to each other than they are to people above or below them. That's exactly right. Um, all this Top Shots money funnels into Dump Shop. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a vicious cycle. That yeah, assumes that's... that I can that I can easily take my money out of Top Shot, which I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so it stays in there. It's a fugazi. It's a fugazi. <laughs> I have mega theoretical books. <laughs> um. Yeah, so th- I think that's the the biggest problem with that system. Um, that's the one that we that we ran into quite a bit. And what we started doing actually is if we, because uh, sometimes you would have um, the commander heavy combo wouldn't match the commander heavy combo on the other side, and so you would mm-hmm. have okay. Well, in that case, we're gonna have player one who's playing commander will play player 
one on the other team who's playing heavy. Um, why do you turn off lights? They've shut the lights off. <laughs> What's up, shot? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so I, I think, yeah, if you can overcome some of those obstacles, then, yeah, it's 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 probably, like, the classic way that we used to run shit, but, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it, yeah. Jesus, Steve. Jesus, Steve. <laughs> All the lights. All the lights. Oh, apparently. Well, and 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 I think I think really, you know, the 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 big takeaway, you know, from from this discussion is is that there is no perfect solution. There's only top shot. You know, oh, sorry. <laughs> there's only a you know a solution that you know works for what you're trying to to do, but but. But nothing, nothing is ever going to be a hundred percent with any of this. There, there's, there's always going to be something that prevents it from being perfect all of the time. Really, the best, that, the the best that you can hope for, with you know, it, assuming that your 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 goal is you know fair fair and balanced games let's let, let's say that's the the stated goal in 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 whatever that 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 looks like just going for fit for fair balanced games if you're running 70 to 80 percent of your games are good balanced relatively evenish games then i think i, I think you're doing well you're always going to have this kind of 20 percent out there that something is just gonna go fucking wrong mm. and it's yeah. gonna be and it doesn't and, always mean that the teams yeah. are messed up it could just be look this team made a great move or this team made a really stupid move but a very critical inopportune yeah. time somewhere during the game but that's that's what why you, you have these competitions right what do you mean my ammo died out 90 seconds into the game are you fucking kidding me i, I did that to my team like a couple of a couple of weeks back when we got to play i felt real shit about it because we were playing really Aww. well and made the mistake that I get real shitty at everyone else for, which was not getting lives when I should have. Um, good morning, Gary Breen. Thanks for joining us. Heathen, you said something in the chat. You said the good thing about Zone is that you have none of these problems. Could you elaborate on that? That that intrigues me. How do you not have... It's just balancing among positions. I mean, you still have the tiering and the team's question, but you don't have to worry about positions. Yeah, right, right. But you, I, I guess, right? Um... What do you, what are you talking? I don't understand your question. Are you talking? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, oh right, right, right. Uh, we are talking about um, laser force and space marines things. <laughs> the best game in the world. The best, the best type of laser tag <laughs> game I'm in the world. Gravitating ever more toward going to Utah as we continue this conversation because the FOMO. Is <laughs> oh <increasing>. yeah. <laughs> The uh, the podcast is working its magic on DK as it often does. I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> also, I love no, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. I want to. Come I love see you guys, person. but I fucking but I hate, hate you too. Um, I mean, that is yeah. That's that's pretty much how I feel after every show with you guys. I <laughs> hate you both and love you both at the same time. So it's that's legit. Um, I would expect nothing less. Stanley and more. In chat, you said, well, not us. You said you have to have un unbalanced games sometimes because that gives you practice to cope with being smashed by Brisbane. We we have, um, you know, we have set 
teams in the past in preparation for nats where we've stacked the other side um or you know we've we've done things like you split you split your team you split your three your resupply and your attacking squad um have them play each other um but yeah uh it's sometimes you need to get your ass kicked to learn some shit um two minute rant on on that because that will also kind of go to when we talk about the matchmaker um when i would have some players complain about that in sacramento that look the matchmaker is giving us these really weird splits we really don't like it it's making the games very unusual Mm. i would sometimes make the case i'm like guys if we don't make the games unusual in some way sometime you're not going to grow as a player balanced games are great as in terms of fun on a week-to-week basis but if you're the one to get better, you have to put yourself in new situations constantly. Otherwise, you don't learn anything. Yep. And if you're not learning anything new, you get stagnant. When you get stagnant, your skill starts to degrade. It's not even that you'll just stay at the same level. You might actively get worse because mm. you get too locked into one mindset. You can't make adjustments later on. Yeah. So I'm very much in favor of, look, maybe you have some unbalanced games. Not every game that looks unbalanced from the get-go actually turns out that way. And sometimes Accurate. you have to experiment with new things. So mm. that's my two-minute rant on that. Is hey, that I yeah, well, I love balance too... games overall, but that wasn't even two. That was not even two two minutes, bro. That was like thirty seconds. So um, your time sense is is atrocious, and I feel sorry for your your girlfriend. Well, that's what happens when you're north of North Island, when you're off the North Island coast. <laughs> Sugar cab. <laughs> you lose all perspective. We used to have people. Uh, we used to have people who died on the other team relog and keep playing for Nats practice back in the day. Stop smashing the rookies, Glader. You jerk. <laughs> <laughs> or you guys could just come back in and play. Yeah, or I could just go home. Whatever. This sucks. Um, so again, the segue. Ooh, you could use the matchmaker. The you could use the matchmaker to split. I'm gonna start calling you Paul Blatt with all the segues happening up in here <laughs> can i be joe bluth instead <laughs> yes yes you can <laughs> michael yeah. uh Going so, that old south america way michael <laughs> well, where did the lighter fluid come from um <laughs> segway level players are not mid-level players are not rookies <laughs> i guess it depends upon the context in which those mid-level players are are playing yeah. So. so I know people have their complaints about the matchmaker, but whatever else you want to say, it's quick. Mm. You get people in and out of the maze fast. You get the team split. Done. Easy. No problem. I, again, I have no idea what the proprietary algorithm that Scorpion uses is. Some people swear that it's balanced. Other people say it's the worst thing ever invented. I find in the aggregate that it does, I think, tend to produce reasonably good games it can skew things on occasion because I suspect, again, don't have confirmation of this. Scorpion mm. or Rusty or somebody close to the Brisbane higher-ups can say this. I think when the algorithm is going through, one of the things it prioritizes is, have you played this position recently or did you play it the last game? Because if you played Commander one game, you're probably not going to get Commander heavy in the next game that you go in or the, the matchmaker. So mm. that, I think, can skew things. Um, in any game if there's a disparity of skill levels if the higher player punishes any player at a lower level the lower level players are going to leave and they can stop good players becoming great yeah you're exactly right we we um yeah i touched on it we had we had we had an an entire fucking podcast about that (laughs) relatively recently actually so yeah we 
Uh, and we we touched on it. I touched on it before with the the first league that we ran. We just smashed all the new players, and we lost half of our player base. And if we had structured the tournament different, then maybe uh, Auckland Laser Force would have a much different look to it than it does now. Maybe I think also you know some of the again the angst often chases people away. Um, just goes to you get heavy more often than you'd like, and you don't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> i.e. Our, our team's whole problem in the last utah tournament that's some heavy privilege right there mate <laughs> <laughs> um we got some fairly dog shit lineups auckland is so. the worst for that <sighs> okay uh just putting it out there you're talking out your ass mate <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, the frame of reference there. of one site uh and it's not the case we have things pretty good here in Auckland do you do you even Detroit bro <laughs> yeah I don't want to name names but uh <laughs> um, I don't want to name the names but Detroit <laughs> you said it back me, me up on that Stu <laughs> just saying defending that action against mid-level because they're not noobs is a moot point because it's still disheartening yeah I mean getting your ass kicked is is disheartening regardless yeah. dude yeah <laughs> it fucking and- sucks people would kind of make that case back when we'd have a lot of member nights and stuff like that. They're like, why are you playing like half your games or more at resup DK? And I'm like, well, again, cause I want to give other people a chance to play the other positions. Yeah. We know among the, the player pool that we had. Yeah. I'm one of the better three hits that we have, but I want to give other people a chance to do that. It's not, it's not fun. Venom just to smash people game after game after game. It's not fun for them. I'll Ooh. say that. Do you guys want to become famous? <laughs> oh, I still want to become famous. Fuck Hold on. Yeah. Let me click this link real quick. <laughs> guys. Okay. <laughs> oh, I hit the wrong thing. Oh, I banned them on oh. accident. Oh, what a shame. Damn it. Yeah. So um, close. I was almost going to be famous, but... Uh, you've ruined it for us, DK. You've ruined it for us. Time to finally mm. give up on this podcasting business. Exactly right. I'm moving <laughs> past you, suckers. Where's that link? <laughs> um... Yeah, the the I I think the randomizer is good. Uh, I think it's for, good. Yeah, it's not perfect. I think it's good. It's it um it gives some really shitty games sometimes, but for the most part, like the the um the games are fairly even. Um, I find that when you have say you have like one newer player, we have like one player who's been coming quite a bit, but he's certainly the newest player out of all of us and usually the newer players take time to get better that's just how things work um so you know anytime that he's on on a team it does uh usually put him with um the highest skill player and um that can and then it'll put him as you know a, a, a three hit or whatever um, and it's good for getting his level of play up, but it can be frustrating. Um, you know, it, yeah, I guess like that that falls on us as being able to manage our frustrations. And like, I really struggle from from time to time to do that, and then it ends up being very poor. For uh, it's not a good look. <laughs> no, it's frustrating yeah. in the moment, but in the long term, it can be very valuable. Oh yeah. I guess this is how people describe parenting, right? It's frustrating in the moment, but it's very rewarding long term. <laughs> but sometimes you just got to clean shit off the wall. It's just how, how parenting <laughs> works. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, the resupply is scarier as an attacking ammo than a heavy, in your opinion? I don't attack as an ammo. What are you talking about? 
<laughs> I should be talking about me. Unless you're talking about one of these two. Um, yeah, yeah. You're talking about two-time All-Star ammo. You know, just, you know, <laughs> humble brag. Now, if you notice these trophies behind me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but th- these, these trophies? <laughs> Tetris-level rage control? It's exactly right. That's how I am at lasers, but without an audience, so... It's it's not good. Like, and uh, I'd like to take this moment to apologize to anyone that might have hurt feelings from the last couple of members' nights that we played. <laughs> okay, you've just heard it here first. Steve has apologized to the entire Laser Force community. I mean, I'm just a blanket <laughs> apology for this week. So if I do something that offends you, let's say over the next three weeks, I'm covered. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, I I think that was pretty. Oh, do you have any more? <laughs> There's one more. There's one more. One more. Oh, yeah. And of course, yeah, the best method, the true randomizer, i.e. Oh. the cup of destiny. Yeah! <laughs> Which is basically low-tech. Uh, it, I, I like this version because it involves an element of gambling, and I'd like me some gambling. <laughs> what do you mean yeah, we get to draw things from a cup? Oh, let's go. Yeah, they're there is definitely something to the 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 visceral reaction that that you get when you have your your cup of destiny and you shake it up and not yet gray and you put it and you're like okay um draw draw out and just that just that that moment where you realize oh well this is going either oh this is gonna really suck or (laughs) okay this 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 could work out so um, does this work a couple of ways you do it with either players or or it's like i think the only way that i'm really familiar with is is drawing four positions in a yeah. in a draft or whatever right well, oh no I mean, no so drawing positions you can in do a game. This, yeah you can do this at an individual game level you could do it matching across tiers. it's basically just a way of randomly assigning positions so you could put you know, six chits in the cup of destiny, one for each of the positions, or you could put in 12 where you mix in both positions and colors and you fully randomize everything. That's so, a you lot have of a, so, so you have a chit that says green scout, you have one that says red commander, so on and so forth. Obviously that doesn't work if you're keeping set teams, but throughout the entire league, but maybe mm. then you just have the six, one for each position. Um, so that's what you can do. So that the, the, the <laughs> true randomizer, nice. either by using, an official cup of destiny or by using, you know, some sort of heretic website that, that somebody puts together. Yeah. The old, so, the old so it's, of destiny. Yeah. And that's, and, and, and honestly, yeah, I mean, there, there, there is definitely something to like, Oh, you pick out and you're like, Oh yeah, I got, I got commander suite or you're getting down to there's two people left and like, it's your top tier and your bottom tier and what's left. You've got, you've got heavy or you've got medic <laughs> and you're like oof okay well here we go and you kind of do the oh fuck and yeah the more yeah. in the open you do it for maximum drama the better it is in my opinion oh yeah so no, for sure if someone sure. who's good with creating websites or whatever could could i, I just had an idea so what you do is you you because the randomizer is boring at the moment, right? Because the randomizer essentially does the same thing, uh, just with it, it kind of uses an algorithm. But if you can have it so right, that you not a randomizer, it's a matchmaker. Matchmaker, sorry, 
matchmaker. If you can have a true randomizer with like I don't know, uh, like a like a bingo thing, right? And all the balls are like fun, and you and you everyone's got their own ball, and it rolls out, and it puts like into t- something something visually cool. Um, someone should make that, please. Do it. Do it. Um, set it up like a slot no. machine and play graphic on the scoreboard. Exactly right. More gambling. More gambling. That's what we want. Gambling. <laughs> gambling. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it is fun. It is fun to, like, have that, that you know, very real pulling out a, a position. Um, yeah, it's it's nice. It's, it's a lot more... Uh, you're a big gambler? Gambling is terrible, Stu. Don't do it. <laughs> Shocked. Shocked to discover there's gambling going on. <laughs> you found You're winning, might sir. Interest me. Is it gambling outline? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a home run, that one. Oh, oh. shit, actually banned, or actually banned Orange. Sorry. <laughs> Anybody's posting links, you know. <laughs> you have to pay at least $1,000 to get Commander. <laughs> I pay it. Oh, sorry. Commander's a DLC. <laughs> <laughs> It's the it's the it's the EA method. Of... Your membership only covers Scout. Sorry. <laughs> this is the worst loot crate ever. Um, <laughs> you have to you have to subscribe at tier three to get that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Maybe I'll use the other ninety seconds of my two minute rant since I didn't apparently use all my time then to finish off here and talking about something else, which is for finals whether or not you keep these systems in place. Because one thing that. I guess is an unpopular opinion, but that I have stressed for all these random draw tournaments and random draw leagues is that in my opinion, the finals should always be team choice in selection of what they want the positions to be. I think for the finals, it should be, what is your best lineup? Who is the best team? Let's see people play at the, at the highest level and the best, the best win. The idea of having a grand final where it's cup of destiny and one team might draw super great positions. The other one draws not very good positions I'm not personally a fan of that. I think that finals should be a pure contest of skill, but that's my opinion. Again, it doesn't seem to have held when other random draw tournaments have been held in the past. They like to stick to drawing or otherwise. That's the fairest way to do it, though. At the, at the end, like if you're gonna, if you're going to have a full tournament of random draw, um, you you might have drawn amazingly to get to the finals and then get fucked by iron jesus at the end like it, it kind of i don't know it it's consistent and in, in a sense right um, yeah and i guess it kind of comes down to investment and stuff too like i'm always going to put more stock just mentally in a tournament where it's the players are going to each other at the highest level possible and we're playing the best teams that we can possibly assemble mm. that ultimately has more effect meaning whatever you can ascribe to this game that we play for funsies anyway <laughs> that we spend thousands of dollars to go do and then play for funsies with nothing else on the line Oof. versus a, a random draw it's just like oh yeah maybe this maybe we'll draw good positions maybe yeah. not but eh, we had fun whatever you also got to turn off drop the controller during the finals as well because otherwise <laughs> otherwise people get mad <laughs> um i it was funny like uh we we but Detroit, uh, Detroit Nationals, when um, the uh, the draw was getting drawn, um, and we did it with Cup of Destiny, um, and we we had two pools, and it, and like 
the chances of it happening is i don't know what the chance of it happening but basically it split all of the east coast teams into one pool that play each other all the time and then all of the other team like the basically like auckland brisbane uh and then the west coast teams i think were all in one pool and so people ended up just playing against um the teams they normally play against uh which was which was kind of a shame um a little wonky but yeah it was okay overall yeah but you learn from that like the good thing about playing these formats is you learn um the things that that go really well and the things that really don't um at least we did have that round where you played the people in the other pool though yeah that i think was actually kind of fun it just i think it just happened to work out that the particular way that those pools were drawn ended up in a highly unlikely skew of <laughs> hey look detroit a and b and syracuse and sack a and b are all in the same are all in the same uh, pool yeah very I weird you don't remember yeah. who was in apple we uh was us your pool brisbane, was you was you brisbane loveland, loveland st george and other loveland brisbane, loveland st george uh oh the other loveland team there's two yeah, loveland yeah, teams. yeah yeah so both of those were in your pool yeah um yeah so yeah the more the more opportunities you get to do using these um methods of play or methods of setting up a tournament um the better and if you if you are going to host the tournament my suggestion would be to reach out to other sites who have run tournaments like what you're thinking about doing and pick their brains as to what they like mistakes that they made i mean we, we that's kind of why we talk about it here but mistakes that they made things that they could have done better things that they would have changed things that work really well um and hopefully that'll help to improve your overall tournament experience um because at the end of the day this shit's supposed to be enjoyable you're supposed to you're supposed to love it i mean we do but why not it's supposed yeah it's always it's always better when you're having fun and not completely frustrated yeah when when you travel to play you love it because you want to love it not because you know you have to (laughs) yeah it's like a family member who goes to prison um you don't want that to be the relationship (laughs) yeah on that note did did you did you guys uh have anything else (laughs) no No, i I can't think of a better way to close than that (laughs) yeah no i got i got nope i got um, i got i got no topper on that so no I think i'm over here I, just I think we're good. kicking goals. the story ladies and gentlemen space marines is like a family member who went to prison apparently no you don't want it to be like family member who went to prison that's that's a bad way to, to have it there's <laughs> people that you have to love not you don't want to love you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying also um in case you were wondering milk is a gateway drug folks uh you want to steer well clear of any milk or dairy products um because because milk leads to cookies and cookies lead to weed that's exactly right (laughs) uh bake the cookies don't let the cookies bake you (laughs) that's that's my new life motto dude (laughs) um on that note i've been guy next door dk And I've been banned. I love your tech issues. Love them. Always remember to backtrack, kids. We will see you tomorrow for D&D. Come hang out. Later. Peace. Where's the button? There's a button.